physical perps. When I say physical, I mean present. Not remote, nor frequency. I mean, Jonathan, Justin, Caitlin, and a few other perverted acting individuals that I will practice my First Amendment right and say whatever the hell I want to say as long as it's true. Have threatened me so bad in the last few days that they haven't allowed me to have any rest whatsoever. I go to sleep and they wake me up. And then start to mock and harass me, acting as if I care that much about a cigarette, which caused my cravings to be so bad that by the time I walked to the store, I nearly had a nervous breakdown when I found out I didn't have on my card what I thought I had. How would they know that? So... They are responding to everything I do. For instance, I'm in the bathroom right now. Um, not only do they respond, but I can feel them watching me. And usually I can hear someone out in the hallway where the suction cups were used up against the wall before. They were also, um, I also heard the same noise above me before in the bathroom. So, all these sick, twisted individuals are where I live, violating me, contaminated the water purposely. I have a nice little sample of that, not only on myself, but also a bottled sample. And also a pretty good sickness from it as well. And they really think they're going to get away with this. They're not. As a matter of fact, it probably won't go another 12 hours without someone, if not all, of them being arrested. I am going to have to go to the hospital, and um, they're going to have to do proper testing because it's made me extremely ill. And I'm sure that the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation will have to do some of the testing. So that's who I'm going to contact first before I go. I have, um, I won't say I don't trust all law enforcement because that would be a lie. Um, I actually trusted most all prior to, um, my targeting, and now, now, um, I still trust some, but I definitely trust, um, not locals more because of the way that I've been, um, treated, and I'm allowed to say that, so I don't care who likes it. I, um, you like my little Yankee accent there? I let it kick in. I was married to a to a New Yorker, so 
hearing him talk a lot, I I picked up on it at one point, and I used to, I spoke that way for a while. It was, it kind of uh, began to overcome my my southern accent. But anyway, speaking of speaking of uh, husband, that's something I haven't yet mentioned. He absolutely refuses to um, come back to Tennessee after um, Morristown went all the way to um, New York because my husband had one time sold $40 worth of cocaine. And they went to all the way to New York and got him and brought him back here. My husband wasn't a drug dealer. He was hardworking. And... Um, that wasn't who he was, and I don't really understand, but he absolutely will not step foot in Tennessee, and he wouldn't tell me why, but I think I know why now. Furthermore, I recall my my husband saying that he was also in a cell with um, an ex of mine, the one who I mentioned whose birthday was 9-23, and, um, which was also the booking date of uh, myself in Dandridge, Tennessee, and uh, my baby's father, Michael Arias, in Laurel County, Kentucky. Both were 9-23. So... Um, Definitely, um, that was definitely an odd thing to do. Around that same time, another ex of mine got released, um, and I began seeing him again, um, against of course, the right thing to do, which I've been known to do. I'm no no stranger to bad decisions. And um but the ex wasn't a bad bad guy either. And um my husband then um asked me several times and I refused and he ended up going back to New York again it just seems as I've said prior that the same individuals who would be capable of having me targeted just keep popping up seem to want to build a wall between me and anyone who cares about me I've even I was even told at one point that one of my exes, um, whose bond I I signed, and very glad that I did now, and um, that he had passed away. That the Mexicans had killed him, and turns out he's alive. 
So I'm very confused as to why a enforcement officer would tell me such a thing. You know, every time that that this podcast starts to get real and I know that I know that it is and it actually has been, but you know, people don't give a shit how much harm or or how much damage has been done to you and your family until until they're about to be caught. I always start to get threatened and told I'm going to jail and I mean, what would make someone think that they could do such a thing? I mean, they've done it all my life, though. It's uh, it's so overwhelming when I think about, you know, just my record and how, and how orchestrated everything's been, and I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. And I wish a lot of the time that this had video because even right now with deep dark circles under my eyes, I'm pale as a ghost and I just, uh, I need there to be realness to it because that's why I did it. And I understand that I'm probably not going to live, although I desperately want to. And um, I also understand that I'm about to go through almost even more than I've already been through. But it couldn't possibly be any more hurtful. Because I need so badly for, for the people that I love to... To have some peace. I need some peace. So. God willing. And he's never left me. One of the only. The only. Thing that hasn't. And I keep thinking that he will. I keep thinking that he's he's going to leave me this time and he's not going to pull me through it. And he always does. I had been saying for quite some time that about this white truck that had followed me was strangely initially um, the first time that I ever saw it parked I was in Knoxville visiting uh, Roy uh, visiting a friend of mine Ivy in Knoxville and the uh, truck pulls up and a bearded man gets out and begins to take pictures of my vehicle, my shitbag vehicle. It was parked across the street. But the truck changed 
and the driver changed. But then I saw one of I saw one of the law enforcement officials that actually went and got my husband in New York um, not too awful long ago when I stayed at the Econo Lodge on the Morristown line. And all I'm going to say is that the truck was there and the individual was extremely close to me and there was a fake beard involved. So I don't know if I was supposed to get paranoid because the person that took pictures of my vehicle had the beard or what the purpose was, but I didn't even get weirded out by it. I just thought, what the hell? It was a, it was a very, uh, very strange occurrence. And even then it had lapsed through my mind a few times that that had to be what was going on. And, um, had something to do with who was responsible for for uh, my targeting. But I I didn't yet let it sit in because I don't know I was I was as scared as I am right now.